You're listening to The Hot Tag with the real tag team champs, Matty Ice and Axel the Axeman, where we talk everything wrestling. This episode of Hot Tag is brought to you by... Hey, Matty Ice, I'm kind of hungry. Yeah, you know what? So am I. Let's go get us a pizza or something. Order a pizza in. No. Why would we order a pizza when we could have pile driver pizza? Comes in four awesome varieties. Pepperoni, sausage and pepperoni, four cheese, and supreme. Ooh, sounds delish. Give me a supreme. All right, let's go down in the store. And if you guys are hungry too, you can get them in a store near you. This is Axel the Axeman, and you're listening to Hot Tag with the Beer City Boys on the Anchor Podcast app. Welcome back to the Hot Tag with the Beer City Boys. In the Hot Tag Podcast, of course. You know me, I'm Matty Ice, and I got the Axeman to my left. That's right. Cold, rainy day. Cold, rainy day. June. Not November. Yeah, it feels like November out there. Yeah, so it's uh, kind of an interesting week in wrestling, huh? Yeah, it's arrived. (laughs) Yeah, CBS 58's talking to me. I got a big contract with CBS 58. They gave me uh, up-to-date weather alerts. Um, It's part of our big sponsorship that they have. Yeah. So... For the hot take podcast boys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, this week was was interesting. Um I don't know, I just I feel like big things happened, but at the same time I feel like it was still slow. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um what was I gonna say too? Um they they had uh, interesting outside of wrestling news too so um i know this uh, this might be like a week or two old but uh emma from wwe got engaged to uh what is his name something moss or whatever um oh madcap Man, yeah, man, Cat Moss, yeah, yeah, she got engaged. Hmm, that's kind of sad. I always liked Emma. I thought she was kind of, kind of cute, attractive. Um, Billy Kay, aka Jessica McKay. Um, she's pregnant, and you know, she keeps her personal life pretty quiet. I didn't know she was married. She must, she must be married to somebody who's not a wrestler then. Yeah. She's been married for quite some time. I think she got married in like 2007 or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Something crazy. Interesting. Yeah, but she's been married for a long time. And um, it's it was probably because Cassie Lee was um, single. You know, yeah. that they made her the better looking one, and they just made her not so attractive. So, since she was married, so she probably didn't want to like be that attractive. Because I mean, Jessica McKay is pretty hot now that she's not on WWE. I wonder if WWE did it that way on purpose. They probably did. They had to have. Because, I mean, she's she's a good-looking chick. Yeah. Um, uh, Asuka got a new belt. Yeah, Asuka got a new belt. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is with that. Um, yeah, because, yeah, it says undisputed on it. Did you, have, did you notice that? It says undisputed no. women's champ. Yeah, the belt does, yeah. No, which, okay, the Raw Championship 
was the Divas title. At one time? At one time. Okay. Okay. And then they introduced the SmackDown Championship. So... I'm I'm really not understanding this whole title change thing because of the fact that they had the one title and then they brought the second title in. So now they're going to make the Raw Championship the belt? That makes no sense to me. Yeah, I don't know. Um, But then Asuka's on SmackDown, right? Or is she on Raw? Um, I don't know. I don't know which one she's on. Well, and it doesn't matter because they don't... They're not brand exclusive, really. They said they were going to be, but I guess they threw that out the wayside. Yeah, I don't know. It just, just doesn't make any sense on why they would do it that way. I mean... I don't know. I mean... Then why have two women's champions, you know? Right. You might as well do, like, a... What they should do is they should do, like, uh, a mid-card Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, have, like, a secondary title. Yeah. Um, I think that would make more sense, but... If they're going to do that. Yeah. But how are you going to collab the two brands? Unless you just made the women's just back and forth. Well, because the women's division isn't nearly as big as the men's division. No. So. No, um, but it, it, the, the WWE women's division is pretty big. Well, right, if yeah. If you think about but, it. Yeah. With all the talent that they have. Right. Especially if you add NXT in and stuff. Um, and speaking of NXT and titles, you see they're going to mer- combine the... Women's tag title and the NXT women's tag title belts. They're going to unify them. No, I didn't see that. Yeah. So. I mean, actually, you know what? Come to think about it, now that you said that they're going to combine titles and whatnot, you know what I would do is I would hit, I would almost have, like, I'll break it down in, in terms that everybody can understand is like, I would almost have like the NXT championship be like the television title, you know, like that TV title. Yeah, but what know? about the U.S. title and the Intercontinental? But then, well, well, no, no, I'm saying like for the women's side, just oh, have NXT be oh, like the TV okay. title almost. I get what you're saying. That kind of brand to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. A working champion, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Trying to work their way up, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And then I would give, um, like, one title, like the Intercontinental or, like, the United States kind of, like, title feel to it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, the big-time champion would get the big-time belt. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> but how do you... How how do you break up the big time belt when you have so many like mega superstars like I mean like Rhea, right? That's and then what, you got Charlotte. And, right, that's what I was gonna say. Well, I was gonna ask you is like, you know, you know, you got Bailey and Becky Lynch and Rhea Ripley, and when Charlotte comes back and Oscar's, Charlotte's back. Oh, is she? She's already challenged Oscar for the title. I really hope they keep the belt on Asuka. So that I mean that leads to the point where Charlotte Flair only wrestles for a title. See that doesn't and make sense. And then when she wins the title, she sticks around. Sorry to cut you off. No, 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 you're fine. She she wins the title and then they take the belt off of her and then she goes away. That's happened like the last couple times. Yeah, I don't get that. That doesn't make any sense. Like, none at all. I mean, she went on SmackDown and demanded a, a title shot see, after Asuka got the new belt. See, and that's why, like, at, um, when AEW come out and said they were going to do the the ranking system, like, that makes sense, like, per wrestling, because, like, 
then and AEW's kind of gone away from it, but you know, you can book people like somebody can come in like Charlotte. Well, you haven't wrestled in I don't know how long it's been. 5 4 or 5 months. Well, it doesn't it doesn't matter. You've lost all your all your fire. You can't challenge. I don't care how many times you've been champ before. I don't care that you the last time you were here that you were 13 and you know whatever it might right. be, you know. Everybody else has been wrestling. You took time off, so you got to go back to the to the back. You know, and then but but then you can bring somebody in and ha- have them go on a winning streak, you know what I mean? Right. Or it'd be different if it Oscar was like, "Oh, yeah, I'm having an open challenge thing." Yeah. But I don't know, you just got to make these storylines and like things make a little bit more sense, I think. Cuz like the, personally, I know not everybody's like this, but I like the more I understand it's pre-planned and stuff, but I like the more like realistic booking you know, kind of style, like, you know, it doesn't make sense for Rey Mysterio to come in and beat the big show. You know, like, yeah, it can happen, but it's Mm -hmm. a rare, it's rare, you know, and you got to do it the right way, or like, you know, you can't just have somebody come off the street and be the, you know, the champ. It just doesn't make sense either. Which, I mean, they did that back back and forth for a while in WWE too um, to where you had the NXT guys or the guys that came up and I think who was that? Uh, I don't know there was a couple people that came up and uh, just ended up taking like the the U.S. title or the Intercontinental title, like, right away. Hmm. Yeah, I can't think of... It's it's happened years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they just have their debut match, and then, like, the next day, they would be wrestling for, like, the United States title or something like that, and they didn't win. See, the only way something like that would work is, like... Okay, say, like... I'm just using this as an example, like... Um, somebody from WCW who was like a world champ at WCW come over and win the Intercontinental title like right away. Like, yeah, he's the best of the best at WCW. So, of course, like stuff like that. Like if you come from, you know, like AJ Styles, like come in and debuts at the Royal Rumble and wins the Royal Rumble. Like, Mm -hmm. of course that makes sense, right? You know, AJ Styles is a freak of nature. You know, right. like stuff like that makes sense, but like to have, you know, an NXT person who who essentially those are like the minor leagues, come in and beat somebody on the main roster, but right. you also can't stomp a mud hole in them and make them look weak, or then there's all that character building you did in NXT is pointless. Right, which I mean, I think that happens a lot with some of the NXT guys, especially in the past, is that like. They were killers in NXT. Mm-hmm. Uh, just throwing this up for example, the uh, um, oh jeez, I forgot their names because WWE just ruined them. Uh, the Ascension. You probably don't know who. Oh, they is that Eric Young's group? No. I think it was the Ascension. They kind of had like a, a Road Warriors feel to them. Um, they were a tag team, right? They were tag I, team. I think I know who you're talking about. Um, but yeah, they they were like the hottest tag team in NXT, and they were like the champions, and and then they just got onto the main roster and they just fell apart. See, I think with the NXT crowd is like, um, especially when they're doing the the house shows at the university or whatever, um, they were getting probably, the the fans were more um, into these homegrown talents. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And then when you get them to the main roster into people that don't know them and whatnot, like, they don't have that same connection. Right. And it's like when you when you go to an independent show and you see Silas Young, right? You see Silas Young at independent shows. I'm just throwing out Silas yeah, Young's yeah, name yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you go see, like, AEW and Silas Young is out there, you know? And you're like, yeah, Silas, go Silas. And, like, you're the only one cheering, and everybody else is around you is like, who's Silas Young? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I would hope more people would know, considering he's on ROH for a long time. Right, but... But I get what you're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, ROH was around for over 20 years, you know? Right. How much did you know about ROH? Mm. I knew a decent amount. I mean, like, I remember, like, when I first discovered ROH, I was like, maybe, like, 10 or 11. Okay. And, so- and I, like, knew ROH from, like, I'd seen stuff about ROH in, like, the wrestling magazines, and then I'm like, oh, who's... Who's this? Who's these people? I don't know these people. And then, like, you would slowly start seeing them on, like, um, like TNA. Mm-hmm. Or they may pop up in, like, WWE. Or I would happen to catch, like, a like a ROH DVD or something and, you know, see some of those shows. So I, like, knew who, like, Samoa Joe was before TNA. And I, like, knew who, um, like, Delirious was. Or, like, you know, some of them... Cods, they are witch guys. Yeah. But, I mean, I still didn't know a lot. Right. Like, you know, I knew who Sami Zayn was as El Generico and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I didn't really start paying attention to ROH much until they got on, like, syndicated television where I was. And then still didn't watch it all that much because it was on super late. So. Right. But, yeah. But, well, I mean, that goes to, to show that, I mean, some people actually will watch it, you know? Right. Um, Just with you saying, saying that. But, like, your average wrestling fan, like, if you don't know that it's out there. Right. I mean, how are you going to watch it? Right, exactly. You know, and... Um, I understand wrestling's a little bit more available now than obviously when I was a kid. Right. Um, man, if the stuff that's available now is available when I was a kid, I don't know if I would have done anything else with my free time. Right. You know, because um, I can remember, like, you could only watch it when it was on TV. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so... And I know there is a lot of people out there that literally if you're like, oh, yeah, I like I like pro wrestling, they're like, oh, you mean like WWE, like that stuff? Right. And like I kind of, and I say, well, yeah, but different. And they're like, what do you mean different? And it's like, yeah, I watch WWE, but there's more than just WWE out there. Like that's what I try to tell them, and like they get super confused. And it, I mean it makes sense, though. What? You're telling me that there's other things out besides WWE? Yeah, I mean... Like, <clears throat> they actually do, like, local, like, bar shows? Yeah. <laughs> what? But, um, I mean, it makes sense. WWE's, like, pretty popular brand, you know, it's... Yeah. You know, the same thing as, you know, M&M's or Hershey yeah. Bar. Everybody knows what that is, you know. So. Well, I mean, still to this day, I mean, you, you tell some people that are, like your age or a little older or whatever the case is and they're like oh yeah WWE yeah oh they they have like local shows around the area like yeah you got tons of local shows around the area <laughs> yeah but still you know it's not like people don't know who wrestlers are like everybody knows who Hulk Hogan is like everybody knows who Ric Flair is yep um but then after that like a lot of people don't know who like and you know, everybody knows John Cena, but like Macho Man. A, a lot the of Rock. People, a lot yeah, Rock, Stone Cold, but you know, other people are like Stan Hansen, who's that? Right. 
Silas Young, never heard of the guy. Right. You know. The Crusher. Yeah, the Crusher. Who the hell is the Crusher? What do you mean he was a wrestler? You know, it's like stuff like that. Um, the man that made Milwaukee famous. You know, I didn't know who the Crusher was until I moved to Milwaukee and you and I started talking about wrestling. But that kind of makes sense, though, since I didn't grow up in Milwaukee and didn't watch AWA or anything. So Yeah, I mean, you're far from AWA. <laughs> You weren't even around when they closed up shop. Right. So, I mean, I give myself a break. <laughs> but I know who the Crusher is now, and I'm sure well, there's... Wait a minute. I think AWA went away in, like, 93. So, what year were you born? I was born in 94. 94, yeah. Okay. So, but I know who guys from the AWA are. You know, it's yep. not like I didn't. <clears throat> you yep. know, Kurt Henning. You know, uh, Scott Hall. Vern Gagne, stuff like that. Vern, Greg. Um, And I know Hulk Hogan came from AWA originally before he went to the WWF. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I know who the guys are and stuff, but. Road Warriors were in AWA? Right. Well, they were everywhere. Yep, they went to every promotion. But, um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. But back to what we were saying now that we got like completely sidetracked, completely sidetracked. Yeah, I just think that like a lot of your homegrown talents just don't get recognized when they make it to like a main roster thing. Like it it takes something special to get over on the main roster, whether it be some kind of catchphrase or just storyline people like dig the storyline. It's like Roman Reigns. I mean, Roman got booed. They were pushing him so hard, mm-hmm. and they got he got just got booed. Mm-hmm. And then I think the big change was when he his uh, leukemia came back, and then he came out and did that promo promo like, "Hey, my name's Joe. I'm living with leukemia. I got to step away." And then people got like real with him, mm-hmm. and then he came back. As a bad guy. Yeah. You know? Well, I think... And in his natural persona... Sorry to cut you off again. No, no, no. Uh, his natural persona, I mean, the way he's talking right now is a whole lot better than him trying to be a good guy. Right. You know? Well, what I was going to say is that Roman Reigns was essentially... The way they were booking him originally after the Shield broke up was... He was like the next... John Cena, Hulk Hogan. Right. Like, good guy, shove down your face, come back all the time, stuff like that. And I think wrestling fans are tired of that kind of... You know what I mean? Like, right. It's been done so much, like, you're sick of the that kind of deal. Like, Right. And I'm to the point now, too, where, like, you don't really need goofy characters like you had in the back. Like, in, in the past, like, just be real people. You know what I mean? Like, yep. just, you know, and that's I, that's what I kind of like nowadays is, like, um, once Kevin Nash and Scott Hall went to WCW and they were just Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, like, I feel like that really made a turning point in wrestling, too, because, like, nobody's going to go, oh, Razor Ramon or Diesel. Like, nobody's going to go by that, you know. People now is, like, Adam Cole, you know, or... Kevin O, you know, they're just normal people names, so yeah, makes a lot more sense to me anyways, and I feel like it really connects with the fans more than, oh, who's who's this guy? Oh, Black Mass number two? Oh, yeah, he's my favorite, you know, or, or whatever right. it might be, you know, uh, so. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Roman Reigns, I mean, if you listen to some of his promos after he left The Shield... Like, they were just hot garbage. Right, because, he was like... Yeah, he's a robot. Yeah, a robot, exactly. And then now, I mean, when he gets on the mic and goes, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, acknowledge me. And then you got you get the huge pop, you know? Well, and I think they're doing a good job, too, because he doesn't have to talk much. No, and when he talks, people people actually listen. Right, and then 
you just have Paul Heyman doing all the talking for him. Right. Because, I mean, it makes sense because, A, I don't know how well Roman Reigns is really good at talking. I mean, he's been doing a pretty good job. Oh, I think he can talk now. Yeah. Um, he, he's the best when he can put um, what he wants to put out there in his own words and not scripted. And I think a lot of his promos were scripted before and he was reading them A, B, C, D, you know? Right. And, and that's... Was, yeah. I, I mean, he, you, you hear on podcasts, like Jericho always said it, like, you're given bullet points. And, like, you got to hit your bullet points. Because you can... You, you have to make it into your own words. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you can read the whole script or you can, like... Hit your main points. Right. Some people just have a hard time, so like they just read the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then it just doesn't sound right. Right. Because it's not not coming from them. But yeah. anyways, since we're talking about a little, little bit of Roman Reigns, let's talk about the bloodline, huh? Well, Roman Reigns wasn't on SmackDown. He'll be on SmackDown next week, but um, and next week SmackDown was my birthday. Oh, nice. Um, but uh, um, Solo and or Solo. Jay and Paul Hammond were in the ring. And they were feeding Jay some lines like he was going to be the next tribal chief and whatnot and like trying to work him up and this and that. And he goes, you're going to have a shot at Austin Theory's United States title tonight. And you're going to be the man come next week when Roman Reigns, the tribal chief, like, molds you into the next tribal chief. Mm-hmm. Right? So, and he, he's like, yeah, yeah, taking the United States title off of Austin Theory sounds pretty nice, but I don't know about the rest. And he's like, as far as you, Solo, I don't know if I can ever forgive you because you messed up your brother, you know? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, but then uh, he had the match against Theory, and it was it seemed like a pretty good match, and then they had to interference, you know, because they're not going to make Jay lose clean. Right. And they're not going to make Jay win. Um, so, um, at the, towards the end of the match, they had uh, um, Jimmy come out, and then um, forgot who it was. I think I think Austin the- Austin Theory was going to get super kicked or something like that. Or somebody was going to get super kicked, and he ended up hitting Jimmy. I mean, Jimmy hit Jay with the super kick and, like, knocked him out. Austin Theory got- pinned him. Hmm. But um, um, then Solo and uh, Paul Heyman were, like, walking outside the ring, and Jimmy kind of... It went by Jay's side and whatnot, and Jay didn't want any part of that, and he didn't want any part of Solo and whatnot. So like he's kind of torn between everybody. So like every that whole storyline is just like getting a little crazy. I'll say like as far as where they're dragging people. Hmm. So they're. They're splitting up Roman, obviously. But then you got Jay that's, like, undecided on what side he wants to be on. 
Right. So Solo's riding high with um with Roman. And then you got Jimmy who doesn't want any part of it. And then you got Jay in the middle. So Yeah, it's hard to say what they're gonna do to be honest with you. Um But it's getting good. There's so many outcomes that they can possibly do. Yeah. Um The only thing like right now, there's not really anybody to really challenge Roman. Not really, because you squashed everybody. Right, that's like that's the only thing that you're like You're kind of, like, stuck. Yeah. Well, I mean, you didn't really squash some people. You just, like, built them up. And then you had Roman get the interference and the victory. You know? Right. Or something pop up to where they slipped and Roman hit them with something. Yeah. Well, maybe they'll just bring Goldberg back and beat him in like 30 seconds. Could happen. <laughs> but, no, I hope they don't do that. That'd be terrible. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Um, it'll be interesting to see where this continues to go. I mean, Roman's next big match will probably be at SummerSlam. Thinking so, yeah. So... A lot can happen between now and August, so. Yeah. Yep, a lot can happen. Just wait to see which way they go. Yeah. Wait to see which way they go. How would you feel if Seth Rollins beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania? Where's the world title? Seth Rollins still has it. I don't like it. No? No. Yeah, because I think Seth is going to carry this world heavyweight title for a while. I, I don't like it because then, you, then you're back to two belts on one guy. Yeah. Hmm. And then what do you do? I don't know. Start the cycle all over again. Right. So. Two belt Rollins? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's... Yeah, I don't know. I just... With with the with the storyline that they got for Cody Rhodes is, I think they're gonna do the hard times. They're gonna make Cody live through the hard times. And the outcome of the whole thing is that he's gonna beat Roman. That's that's my predicament. Whenever that time comes, I don't know if it's gonna be a year. It might be next WrestleMania that he loses the belts. I don't think Cody's going to beat him anymore. Why not? I don't know. I just I, I just don't feel that um, they're going that direction with Cody anymore. Um, I think they kind of see Cody as... Uh, to me, when he come in and was really hot, um, especially when he come back at, at at the Rumble and caught fire again. I thought that was a perfect time to put the belt on him. But now that they're, we're past that, I kind of feel the WWE is going to give him like the Seth Rollins treatment. Like, just go out, work, do good, great matches, and just keep keep going. Because, I mean, how long was it Seth didn't carry a... Yeah, well... To me, if I was Cody Rhodes, 
coming back into WWE, and I had the big name for myself like, like he does, right? Because he built the name for himself, mm -hmm. you know? He built his own brand. So I'm going in there with the mans. Right? Mm -hmm. And I think winning the WWE title is probably on my demands, if I'm Cody Rhodes. Because he wants to fulfill that legacy that his dad never really got to do. Yeah. So, I mean, he was NWA world champ. Which is nice. But, I mean... NWA now, compared to where NWA was back 30 years ago, is two different things. Right. So, I mean, that's just like the AEW title. Well, speaking of the AEW title, did you see the press conference MJF had? Yeah. Where he was basically like, Take my belt and go home with it? Yeah, he's like, this, this is stupid. Yeah. And Tony Khan's just sitting there the whole time. Do you think that's a work? Here's my take on the whole thing with MJF and his promos. I think... Tony Khan just lets him spit whatever he wants out. And I think that Tony Khan doesn't really know what he's going to say. And I think he just kind of runs with it. And I think his reaction that you saw on camera of like him being like, What? What? I think that was like a probably a, a legit reaction. Mm hmm. Hmm. I'm thinking, anyways. But is it a work? 100%. I mean, we talk about this numerous times on the podcast. You bring. You, you bring MJF and WWE, and you don't have MJF. Right. Yeah, he's definitely got to be toned down. Did you watch the the promo between him and Adam Cole? No, not yet. Oh, I was hoping that you would have. Sorry. Um, which, I mean, the promo went back and forth on the whole manner. But it was just like any other promo that he's done with any other WWE guy. So. You're talking to MJF? Yeah. So, calls them out on their thing and whatnot. And like, I don't know, just goes back and forth. So... Is it good? I mean, it, it it makes it makes the other guy sound so much better that way by saying like, "Tell me something I don't already know. Tell me something that you haven't said before." Mm -hmm. Like it's just playing into that whole thing. Um. But I mean, to me, I really want to see what he actually has other than you were a WWE guy that failed in the system and that's why you're here. You know? Right. You're not a world champion like me. What happened to you, man? You got soft when you came over here. I was excited to work with you. I mean, everything that MJF says in his promos with WWE guys is the same thing. It's just worded differently. I mean, that was like the same thing with Punk. When he was talking about Punk. So. I don't know. You'll have to watch it. 
give me your opinion on the podcast next week. All right. Yeah, I'll give it a watch. So. Hmm. But I don't know where they're going with with any of that stuff in AEW because... I mean, you have MGF as your world champion, and you're having baby faces try to go after the belt and whatnot. And you know, I mean, MGF usually does his uh, his gauntlet challenge thing when he has an opponent, but I, he's actually going to the match with Adam Cole like right away. It's hard to say what directions. AEW really goes because I feel like they change like super fast. Um, I don't know. I, it's oh, it's really starting to turn into like early two thousands WCW. Yep. <laughs> I've been saying that for a long time. Yeah, so I, I I don't even have any, like, answers of, like... We're, we're rebooking the 90s, the late 90s. Yeah, so I... <laughs> we're rebooking the Attitude um, um, Monday Night Roars, Monday Night Wars angles. So, um, well, Motor City Machine Guns have, uh, singles gold. Yeah. Yeah, they do. That's kind of shocking. <clears throat> Alex Shelley's your, uh, Impact World Champion. Mm-hmm. Chris Saban's X-Division champ. Yeah. Um, they already set up for the next... Impact pay-per-view, Nick Aldis against Alex Shelley for the for the title. You think Aldis is going to take the title? Probably. They just wanted to keep Steve Macklin strong or Steve Macklin's injured or something. I didn't really read up on how he won, but, I mean, was it a clean win or what? Um, I don't know. I didn't see either. Um, let me see if I can find it real quick. Um, let's see here. But, I don't know, I think that's pretty cool. Hmm. I always like the Motor City, Motor City Machine Guns. Yeah, I don't even see... What the heck, why can I not? I think the Motor City Machine Guns should take out the Young Bucks. Yeah, it looks like... Um, it looks like it was a clean win. Hmm. Was it a finish? Like a finishing move? He, like, super kicked him and then did his finisher, kind of like the crossroad deal or whatever. Oh, okay. All right. Um, Didn't know if he got, like, the schoolboy roll-up pin. <coughs> no. I don't think he's ever been main champ. I don't think so. But him and Chris Saban have been wrestling for a long time. Yeah. So... Maybe this is like their last hurrah. Could be. But. Very possible. Yeah, no, that's pretty cool. Um, I guess Scott Demore and Bully Ray are having a feud. 
That should be interesting. Yeah, so, because he hit him with a chair. You know, the one thing about Boyd Ray is I don't, I, I never really enjoyed his single storylines that much. No? No. No, and the, and the whole Boyd Ray gimmick and whatnot, I mean, I don't I don't know. I never really, I never really connected with him on any kind of level. I mean, even when the aces and eights thing was going on, I never really connected with him. I mean, he did that whole angle with Hogan's daughter. Well, he never really had like a singles run anywhere, but like Impact. I mean, he did a little bit in like ROH. Yeah, recently, but that's what I'm talking about. I yeah, mean, he he went back and forth between ROH and Impact for a little bit. Um. But yeah, I just I never really never really got on his bandwagon. Yeah. <clears throat> well, he kind of got roped into the or stuck in the tag team rut. You know what I mean? Where they were a tag team for so long, you couldn't really picture them by themselves. I mean, that could be because cause the same thing with Devon. He never really had a good singles run either. No. But I guess Bullied Ray, like, I, I, I don't, it might be just his, uh, his whole gimmick with the Bully Ray thing. I don't know. But, um, it, when, the, when they were the tag team, it almost seemed like he was, Um, I'm going to say the Festus of the group. If you know who Festus is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah. Well, and, when he come he, in, he played that dumb, like, yeah, dumb, he, yeah. he was like the dummy guy, yeah. bu 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 Yeah. Right. <clears throat> but he kind of changed, because, like, to me, I feel like he's... With the Bully Ray character, he's essentially the same character except his name is Bully Ray instead of Bubba Ray. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean, I, like, when I was a kid, you know, he they'd always powerbomb women through tables and stuff right. like that. So, I mean, he's essentially the same guy. Yeah. So, I think he just had to change his name because of the WWE deal or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, I don't know, I mean, yeah, I just never been like a huge fan of of his. Yeah. So, well, whatever. So, I don't know, that's how that's how I think about it like cuz you always had Devon going testify. Yeah, you right. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he never really talked all that much. No. So, that's where I'm at with that, mm. but I don't know. Hall of Famer and wrestling veteran Bill After thinks there should be a winner-takes-all match between Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins sometime in the future with both of their titles on the line. Bill, you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> if that was the case, then why have two belts? Unless they want to go to one, but... Why make two belts? Why bring back a world title? Right. Yeah, I feel you there. I feel you there. I mean, you could have had Roman just... I mean, the unified portion, like take away the unified portion and have him lose to somebody. I mean, that could have been... That could have been something. You know, I mean, you could have you could have had Roman get screwed somehow, some way by somebody else cheating, you know, or by like the Usos coming, or even Solo. When Roman, like, the ref gets knocked out or something like that, and whoever and like Solo ends up hitting Roman with the spike, or Roman gets super kicked by the Usos, 
and then whoever he's facing, whether it was Sammy or Kevin or whoever, pin him quick. And then you you maybe lose my titles by this and whatnot, blah blah blah, you know. And then yeah, sure. Then you can bring that back, you know. Right. Or bring one of the titles back into play of like him challenging. But now you can't do that. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know anymore. You, you you can't you can't can't bring back a title and then have them unify them in a year's time. You you, you I mean the only way you could do it is if you still <laughs> you you don't unify them, you know. You you still can have title for title, but the titles never combine. And then you have matches for each individual title. Right. <clears throat> like on pay-per-views or whatever. Like, <laughs> if you wanted to do that, I mean, you could probably have, like, the world title or the WWE title be, like, the main... Whichever one you want be the main belt, right? So, on the big pay-per-views... The big four, like Mania, mm -hmm. SummerSlam, you know, you can have that, the main big title be represented. But then the other title can be represented on any other garbage pay-per-view that they want. Right. Or just have a triple threat match and get both belts off the guy at once. Yeah. Oh, that too. Well, um, the Iron Sheik died on Wednesday. Yep. 81. That's not all that old. Really. Not really. Did he just die of natural causes? Do you know? Um, I never saw. I think his health was poor. Well, I know he didn't like Hulk Hogan, that's for sure. Iron Sheik didn't really like anybody. Because I would always see tweets from him all the time. He'd be like, F Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah. All the time. That's I think it's the only thing he ever tweeted out. So. I don't know. Do you, I don't really, I don't know if I've ever really watched the Iron Sheik wrestle any matches, to be honest with you. Sheik was good. Yeah? Sheik was good. Especially in the early days. He had those, uh, the Persian clubs. And... You should watch video on the Persian club. I've seen videos of him doing the, the twirling thing or whatever. Those things were like 80 pounds. Yeah. Like, and I think he was the only one that could actually really do it. I mean, he, there, I think there was like another person that could do it. But like the way that he did them and just like twirl them around, I guess, is like hard for some people. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I never. I've seen like some of his promos or things he did or whatever, but I never really watched any of his matches. Maybe I should sit down and watch a few today. Yeah, I mean, I think you got to go back to like the '80s and watch them. I don't. The maybe the '80s, early '70s, or late '70s, or something like that. Um, I forgot when he like kind of left the WWE I think it was like the late 80s early 90s or something I don't know he's been back and forth um but uh back in the, the 80s him and Sergeant Slaughter they they went at it and then Sergeant Slaughter came back and then he was a bad guy so um the Iron Sheik used to have boots with like a hook on the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like a, the toe curled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know. He was a classic bad guy. Classic heel. <laughs> Seems like he would be because he was WWF, uh, WWF champion, correct? 
I think so at one time, yeah, yeah. So. And his daughter ended up getting killed, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, one of his daughters, um, guy that he's been, or she saw or whatever, or was seeing, ended up killing her. Hmm. I'll be damned. Yeah. Crazy. <clears throat> Sad times. Well, you got any quick hits? No, I don't think so. Just my birthday's next week, Friday, so. Everybody send your gifts. Everybody send me gifts. So, turn 40, so. Oh, dang. 40 years old. Big 4-0. You got some stuff going on next Saturday, I guess. We're having a cookout or something. Oh, that'll be fun. Father's Day, since I. I'm working on Sunday, so this is my this will be my last Saturday off for a month. Well, besides going to, yeah, yeah, about a month. Last Saturday off, because in a month I'll be going to uh, Phoenix. That'll be fun. Yeah, and it's gonna be like 125. <sighs> <laughs> It's just dry. I'm going to be sucking in all that dry, hot air. Cleansing. Hopefully I don't get sick. Ah, you'll be fine. So. Well. I'll have to make sure that I drink plenty of water and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to get dehydrated. Plenty of water. Get some electrolytes. Sure. Well, you got a wrestler of the week. Um. Jeez. L. A. Knight. Yeah, L. A. Knight. Yeah, going back with the L. A. Knight bandwagon. Yeah, I think he's gonna win Money in the Bank. I think so too. I think they're gonna. I think they're going to give him a big push. Yeah. <laughs> Let me talk to you. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, I think they're going to give him a, a big push, too. Um, I think he's going to go after Seth. You, you, oh, you do? Yeah. You know what's really weird is that how excited everybody was to see Bray Wyatt come back. And after that feud, I think... <laughs> L.A. Knight stood on top more than Bray Wyatt did. <laughs> I think so. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, no, no, that's a good pick. I like that pick. Yeah. Um, I think I got to go with uh, even though they won singles titles. MCM. Yeah, I think I got to go with Motor City Machine Guns. Um, that's pretty cool that they won. Um, yeah, that is. So, and I know they're. Definitely up there in age. I mean, shoot. I remember watching them on TNA back in like 2006, 2007. I think they're either the same age or a little older than I am. Yeah. So, I mean, they've been wrestling since I can remember them for almost 20 years. So Yeah. Well, I mean, it's hard to believe that some of these guys like Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal's like younger than I am, and he's already had 20 years in the business, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. Black Machismo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I kind of hope he brings that back. I think he's going to try. Because um, I think he's sent, tried to get that trademarked or yeah, whatever. So, no, yeah, I liked when he did that. That was pretty sweet. Let me hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so... <coughs> <laughs> it's always funny when you hear Jay Lethal talk about that stuff when uh, he was going with the Black Machismo and mm -hmm. then the Ric Flair deal, mm -hmm. and then like him being like totally like not wanting to do it in front of those guys, and they're like, "Let me hear it." <laughs> yeah, and then they liked it. Yeah, no, yeah. that's pretty cool though. Because um, yeah, I mean, I could see where he would 
not want to do it because those guys could get upset or whatever. You know how some people are when you try to impersonate them or whatnot. Right. I feel like they're pretty good sports, so. Some of them, yeah. Some, I mean. The cream of the crop (laughs) always rises to the top. But, and on that note, I guess uh, we see you guys all next week, right? Yeah. Well, we won't see you, but you'll hear us. Right. Exactly. So, all right. We's out. Later. Follow us on Twitter at BeerCityBoys1. That's the number one, not spelled out. BeerCityBoys1. If you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us by email. Our email is hot. Tag podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Hot tag out.